The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Rolling like a wagon wheel. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and someone maybe going wireless with his earbuds. Yeah. Maybe someone uh, in this room. Maybe. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. So uh, on this week's show, we discuss recent tech headlines, and as we alluded at the top of the show, some wireless action here. And you also had a craft project, I, I believe, too. I did have too. a craft project. You know what? It's funny. As I get older, you realize... I don't need the shiny bright. Yeah, you just want stuff that works. I just want stuff that works. But I also felt like maybe I was not wanting to spend money on more Apple stuff. Yeah, well, they've probably taken a fair piece of your paycheck in the past. Oh, man, they sure have. My Mac Pro. Mm Mm-hmm. 2008. Early 2008. This is the... Cheese grater supreme. Grater fromage. Oh, it is just... I love this machine. I love everything about this machine. You know... If I could just marry this machine, I would, but I can't. Uh, we're not going to say that to Mrs. Kaiser. No, we're not going to say that. She would get upset, but she wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but but, it, but this is a beloved piece of it hardware. It is a beloved piece of hardware. It's lasted me, what, 12 years? This is 10 like years, your 76 Mustang. You know? Yes. So I ran up into a situation where a piece of software that I will not mention yes. came back and said, nah, we're not going to work because you can't run. Anything past El Capitan. Was this Untitled Goose Game? <laughs> no, it was not Untitled Goose Game. Although my son is obsessed with that game now, by the way. I am. Totally obsessed. <laughs> anyway, um, so a piece anyway, of software has declined to work. It declined to work. It just said, no, not going to do it. Tough. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, I'm not rushing out and spending five, six grand on an iMac because I can't deal with the new cheese grater. Yeah. Just won't even look that direction. Plus, I, I'd have to sell limbs to buy it, Yeah. first off. But I was like, no, there has to be a way. Come on, the hardware in this machine is still pretty beefy. And sure enough, there's a hack. If you dig around, you will find a hack that will allow you to run Mac OSs beyond what the sell-by date is on your machine. So Okay, so is this a perilous hack? or a? Uh, you know what? It was pretty painless. The person who actually put it up there, um, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name names because I don't want to be accused of yeah. promoting hacking and possibly destroying your hardware. I did this on my machine, which is 11 years old, and I have several other machines as a backup. So if you go down this road, you're on your own, kid. But it was fairly painless. The only issue, which I was not surprised by, were Graphic card issues. Well, Obviously, they're persnickety more, to begin with. They are, and there's all sorts of doodads and doohickeys that the new OSs do that just cannot be replicated by the old gear. So I'm contemplating upgrading my hardware, my GPU at least, but it was really painless, and it worked. It worked. It's not flying by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm able to do what I need to do, and it at least buys me another year. yeah. So, I mean, I'm okay with this. I don't need Catalina. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with Mojave, with Mojave. If, it, if, right. it gets your, if it gets that piece of software running. It and... did, and I, it was a critical piece of software. I would not have done this otherwise. I mean, I really felt like it was back in the days with Windows boxes where, you know, oh, man, I got to run this piece of software, but now I got to buy a whole new, like, 
everything. I'm happy. It's given me extra life. Um, I've become a cheap dude. You've been frugal. I'm fr- I'm frugal. Yes. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're saving the earth. You're keeping stuff out of the I'm landfill. You're to. helping to give your hardware I'm a longer life to. so you can save the earth. I'm trying to. I am saving the earth. I'm Superman. There Basically, you go. Basically, I'm Superman. Yes. Yes. See? There you go. All right. So one hack cheese grater later. Yes. It works. I'm All very right. happy. It's a beautiful thing. But remember, folks, it's just me. Yeah. I'm not promoting this. I'm not saying you go out and do it. I'm saying if you do it, your mileage may vary, and it might totally hose your gears. So, yes, but you know, it, is it. An option it is an option could that could in many there. circumstances be viable. You just have to Correct. proceed uh, with caution. With caution, yes, Absolutely. and at your own risk. Absolutely. All right, well, sh- shall we do some news now? News, I think we should. All right, um, well, let's, uh, let- let's do one that we haven't talked about a lot. TikTok, you know, the TikTok. Chinese-owned social media app where users post short, funny videos typically set to music. I'm right. sure your kids are into it. They I hear it's a thing with the young. Yes, it is. That app has been downloaded 1.4 billion times, which I'm guessing makes it a very popular piece of software. Uh, yeah. It's become so popular with the youth of today that some high schools are forming after-school TikTok clubs where students get together to perform songs, dances, and skits to post online with the app. As reported in the New York Times, the app has become something of a digital drama club for the students and even has faculty support in some schools. So the teachers are sponsoring it, keeping the kids off the street. They're getting to flex their creative muscles. It's not in the traditional way that maybe we grew up with, with band or art club or the drama club, but uh, they they are um, doing it new school. They're totally doing it new school in the schools yes. that are probably newer than there the ones go. we went to. Now, uh, from TikTok to Twitch, uh-huh. another uh, platform that has popularity uh, with a certain demographic. Amazon owned, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so, yes. The gameplay streaming service. They have begun to test a watch party feature. I know Facebook was doing watch party where yeah, everyone yeah, sort yeah. of streams a thing at the same time and then people comment or they interact uh, in a way because you're having this communal experience. Not unlike tweeting during a debate or something, gotcha. except you're all watching all of the same video on the screen. So a Twitch, to your point, owned by Amazon, is using Amazon Prime Video uh, for their watch party streaming. So uh, Twitch users who all have Amazon Prime subscriptions can spool up the same TV show or movie and then uh, watch it together. And I guess have that social communal experience where everyone brings their own snacks, but you're not in the same room. And it's in beta now, this watch party feature, but by the time we record this, maybe it'll be out in the wild, but they you are testing what? this. I might actually use something like that. Mm-hmm. Because I remember back in the day when I was a kid, and I know I'm completely dating myself. Now, now. But I used to, my friends and I used to get together to watch Hill Street Blues. Oh, I mean, yeah, we I love that show. obsessed by that show. Uh-huh. So we would all get together on Thursdays. That was the start mm-hmm. of the whole must-see TV Thursday lineup. Oh, yeah, thing. and there were all those good shows that led up to it. That's too. right. That's right. So... I can really get behind this watch party. I can see myself and my friends, my knuckleheaded friends, uh-huh. deciding on let's watch the show and then diving into this thing and getting that same vibe that we had back when we were kids. Yeah, and I think one of the the demo films or whatever they had in, in this uh, story I read about it, they were showing Johnny Dangerously. Remember oh, that? Oh, man, that was a great bet. Michael Keaton. Yes! It was some out of the sort of airplane school of yes! jokey movies, I believe. In the original soundtrack, there was a Weird Al Yankovic track. It got That's cut right. from later releases, but he did a, a song for the movie. It was and it was such a, a classic little pocket of time there. Like if yeah. you saw Johnny Dangerously, you were on this at a very certain time, mm-hmm. and you oh your last name's an adverb. You know it was very uh, Johnny Dangerously wow. in jokey. See now I got to find that movie. Now yeah. I have to find that movie. Apparently it's on yeah, maybe it's, it's on, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. 
I think uh, hopefully it is if, yeah. if people are using it in their advertising. All right, nicely so, done. So nicely there's done. that. So so Twitch and TikTok uh, keep keeping everyone happy. Yes, um, indeed. Now a uh, slightly darker note because okay. you know we have to keep on security. Hold on, let me lower the register in my voice. Okay. Malicious code writers are always looking for new ways to share their work, <clears throat> and uh, ZDNet reports of some malware peddlers using steganography uh, to hide their product inside Wave audio files. I, you know what? I don't even know what that is. That's what is that? A dinosaur? That, that's Stegosaurus. It's it's similar, but I, I can unpack that for you Thank here. You. Steganography, which I'm probably mispronouncing, it's but fine. you know uh, things happen. We all know. Steganography is the art of hiding information in plain sight, often by concealing it within another source, like um, using invisible ink in the margins of a book. Oh, We've seen that in movies like spy before. Stuff. Yeah, and uh, people. I believe this even dates back to the ancient Greek uh, before the Common Era, like 440 BCE. Right, right, right. I think Herodotus described an incident where they shaved some dude's head, tattooed a message, let his hair grow back, and then sent him in to go deliver the message because nobody would suspect that it was under his hair. Right. Who would? Yeah. And then when he got there, Brilliant. he told the other king, you know, shave my head, you get shave. the message. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a bit shave. of an extreme. Yes. Shave my head. Yeah. <laughs> Took a while for that message to get there, I guess. Yeah. So, so yeah, because they had to wait, you know, to yeah, look around it. But, you know, communications were slower yeah, back then. People um, were patient. Yeah. So, so... This sort of practice dates back centuries, millennia, uh, even if you will. But they are using it now in much more modern terms where basically – and I I think they've used it in image files as well. I know JPEGs have been compromised in such a way. Uh, Security researchers from BlackBerry, Silence, and Symantec said they noticed groups over the summer using WAV files to hide and transfer the malicious code. Basically, these WAV files would go out to people who had already had their servers uh, infected Mm -hmm. with previous attacks. And then uh, one operation involved hiding Windows DLL files inside the WAV audio clips where malware that was already installed on the infected host machine would download it, read the WAV file, extract the DLL, and run it, which would then install a cryptocurrency miner application. So this was one instance of how they figured out that they could do all this. I know I'm going to get in trouble saying this. But it's devious and awful and evil, but genius. Yeah. I sit there and think that stuff out. Wow. Facebook's grand plans for its Libra cryptocurrency uh, seem to have hit a bit of a snag in recent days. Just Just a a bit. bit. Uh, I think 28 companies, maybe about 28, first pledged to back the project when it was announced. But that number is dwindling as government regulators uh, analyze the company's plans uh, for this project. Wow. PayPal was one of the first to bail uh, more than a week ago, maybe be two weeks by now. And since then, Stripe, eBay, Visa, and MasterCard have all jumped off the Libra bus. Well, who's left? Joe's Bar and Grill? What's uh, left? Uh, well, I think they've got a, a few lesser-known names. Uh, many of the departing backers said they saw potential in the Libra project, but were wanting to focus on other efforts, which I think is the corporate version of leaving to spend more time with family. So, so yeah, that, that that's what's going on with the Libra there. I don't know if maybe... It gets up and running and proves itself, and then the other bigs will want back in, or maybe they're just, you know, yeah, maybe not. They were like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. so that's that. Not done with Facebook, though. Uh, oh, hold on. My watch is vibrating. Oh. Excuse me. Ah, oh, there we go. There we go. What, what, what Was it a, a reminder or a phone uh, yeah, call? Yeah, it was a reminder. Basically, okay. it was spam. I'm okay. embarrassed now. No, no. But still, you you just had to look at your watch yeah, you and not have that? to that was a dig very around for the phone. Flick too it was like, whoosh. yeah. Wow, look at that. Like, yes. Hey, come on. It's like, oh, I don't want that call. Yeah. It's snazzy. You very stylish. It goes very well with your outfit there, too. <laughs> Thank you. All black because I mostly wear black. Yes, so. New York. It is true. Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we were you know we we're, were gassing on about Facebook. Yes. Uh, they're uh, also getting another round of 
backlash after refusing to fact-check ads from third-party sources uh, that are made under uh-huh. politicians' names. And I guess the big thing was they were declining to uh, block a Donald Trump campaign ad that contained debunked conspiracy theories and lies. Yeah, but tell them what Elizabeth Warren did. Oh, that's in here. That yes. was so and awesome. As you mentioned, a Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren decided she was going to, you know, test this Facebook policy of non-policing its platform by running her own lie-filled ads claiming that Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg has endorsed President Trump's re-election campaign and, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of put that out there, stuff that, you know, he's never said. Warren said, quote, we intentionally made a Facebook ad with false claims and submitted it to Facebook's ad platform to see if it'd be approved. It got approved quickly, go. she tweeted. There you go. Yeah, so, you know, they're ka-ching. She uh, said that the ad was meant to show how Facebook puts a higher priority on company profits than on protecting democracy. In a statement, a Facebook spokesperson said the company believes political speech should be protected and comments that uh, if Senator Warren wanted to say things she knows to be untrue, we believe Facebook would not be in a position of censoring that speech. And so Facebook is basically just, you know, they don't want to fight with they Trump. I think this Trump. is the... They want to make the money. Yeah, it's all, the, about, it's the it's all about the Benjamins. Yeah, so, so, so who knows what... But but in in response to this, I know a few people who have just quit Facebook. You know, you know they were kind of on the edge anyway. Really, but if this is just going to be a vast wasteland of lies, misinformation, and kitten photos, I don't need that. I can see kitten photos on Instagram. Thank you, yeah. thank you. But let me say, as Superman, yes, Superman, as established, yes. I am Superman saving the planet. Yes, I started a trend. You did. I trended, getting off. Facebook. Now, has it been six months? How long has it been since you uh, it's, I quit it's, the platform? It's been about six months, I think, at least. And you it's feel you feel happier? You have more free time? There is nothing about the platform that I miss. Nothing. Wow. There's no compelling reason for me to go on there. Wow. None at all. Like I said, if I want to speak to somebody, I'll find a way to contact them that doesn't involve Facebook and giving up Every single piece of my privacy. And Facebook listening into that conversation in exactly. the first place. And then giving me false advertising. Yes. <laughs> yes, and then giving you some life-filled political yes, spam. Yes, exactly. Now, uh, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg also chimed in uh, during a 35-minute address at Georgetown University last week, commenting on all of the blowback from Elizabeth yes. Warren yep, and everyone yep, who yep. was piling on. Uh, he defended the platform as a champion of democracy and free expression that gives people a voice. And he also pushed back against those who complain that the site takes no responsibility for the lies and misinformation posted by its users. Yeah. He uh, contrasted his company's stance with that of authoritarian China, which does censor people and they, they have the Great Firewall. And he cited the First Amendment while also invoking historical figures like Frederick Douglass and the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, along with the open forms of protest like, say, during the Vietnam War in the late 60s here. So he threw all of this stuff in. Uh, he said, people having the power to express themselves at a scale is a new kind of force in the world and the fifth estate alongside the other power structures of society. So uh, he was sort He referred of, to himself as, uh, or Facebook as the fifth estate? A, yes, a fifth estate alongside the other power ki- structures. jeez. Oh, yes. So uh, his uh, speech had several critics, as you <coughs> may, may possibly imagine there, including one of Dr. King's daughters who said, I'd like to help Facebook better understand the challenges MLK faced from disinformation campaigns launched by politicians. That's right. These campaigns created an atmosphere for his assassination, end quote. Boom. So, yeah. Drop the mic. Walk away slowly. Yeah. Like, can I just say something here? I just. Wanna, I think you just, will. I did, I, you know, it drives me crazy that someone like Zuckerberg is comparing himself to people like MLK, making himself 
seem like he's this free speech icon. Listen, folks, when you go on Facebook, you are literally paying for the privilege to reach an audience. You don't have the platform available to you unless you pay for it, period. If you post a message, you might get 2% of your followers that will see it. Yes, but then uh, when you give them money... When you give them money, then they'll get let a little a couple more people see it. It's a, it's a business, folks. It is not a free speech platform. It has nothing to do with someone going on the site and having a megaphone to spread their word unless you pay for it. And bottom line is a lot of these politicians and Senator Warren proved it two weeks ago. Yeah. She went out there. She paid for this bogus ad and they ran it. Yeah. It was bogus. And plus, Facebook doesn't want to get into the business of calling themselves a publisher. You bring up some good points, sir. So that'll continue. And then Facebook is getting its wings clipped in Europe, as we discussed yes. on previous shows, with a lot of the, not, not only the you know, spread of this, but, you know, the, the privacy and all that. So right. who knows if anything is going to happen uh, since we seem to be kind of legislatively frozen at the moment. Yes, uh, not a lot of stuff is pushing through Congress. There have been some bills that would attempt to uh, restrain them in some ways, but right now nothing's happened. So mm-hmm. so we will see. But the, but they, they like you, they did get called out of trying to uh, use the Constitution as a shield for the profit margin. It's insulting. It's nonsense. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So Really, he, really infuriating, too. Yeah. So that was that. One more little item about them, and then okay. we'll move on. Sure. I remember when they were all convincing everybody that video was going to be the thing, and all these metrics about how big video is. Are you going to rile me up again? No, this, this is, they have to pay a settlement. Because that that did yes. good, of course, where a bunch of advertisers I, I got mad this. with the, mm-hmm. the fake metrics. They're said to be paying a settlement of about $40 million in that lawsuit over the company's overstatement of video metrics and just how much time users spent watching clips on the site. I guess if the suit actually would have gone to trial, it wasn't going to be a legal home run, but the plaintiffs, which include advertising agencies, estimate that if they won, they could have gotten between $100 and $200 million out of Facebook. Even that, even the 100 and- Two hundred million is tip money. Yeah, it's tip money for them. They didn't want to go through the whole, you know, expensive court machinations and you know, appeal, appeal. So they just settled for the forty million. But for those who have forgotten this particular legal matter, uh, just to refresh you, the suit accused the social network of acknowledging miscalculations in its metrics when they were reported in the press, but still not taking responsibility for the problem. I'm feeling a theme here. They juiced the numbers 150 to 900 percent. Yes. You know I've ranted about this before. Yes. Folks who have listened to this show for a while know how I feel about this. Yeah. Facebook was – that was criminal what they did. Yes. Absolutely and so criminal. they got off with a $40 million swat. Which is tip money. That's yeah. what they pay – that's what they give the seamless guy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so, so that's uh, that's kind of what's going on in Facebook world. And um, I, apparently, the CEO was meeting with a bunch of uh, conservative talking mm-hmm. heads and politicians. But he had also talked to people on the other side of the aisle. So, yeah, but it's a different it's a different vibe. Mr. From Z one is side. doing yeah. the rounds, I guess, so uh, as we head room. into the election. Work season. in the room. Yes. Now, Google. You know, we know, know the Google. Google yes, uh, they held the its fall hardware event last week, uh, showing off the Pixel 4 smartphone and the, the larger size Pixel 4 XL. By the way, I'm loving my Android phone. Having held the, the Note, it's a very, you know, it's a memorable experience. I find experience. myself using it more than the iPhone. Honest to God. Really? 
Because it feels so good to hold? It feels so good to hold, and it just seems a lot easier and a lot more intuitive for what I want to use it for. Anyway. Yeah. Pixel 4. Yeah, yeah, uh, and the Pixel 4, I think, was a fairly well-leaked phone. Like, people say, oh, it's going to have this, going to that. (laughs) Yes. And and it pretty much did have all of the things that they said, the dual-back camera, improved camera software, facial recognition security, and that solely motion-sensing radar technology Mm. that lets you perform uh, certain actions on the device, like silencing phone calls when you wave your hand, like Darth Vader. Yes. Could, could be fun. It could be. Um, now, the Pixel 4 starts at $799 for the 64-gigabyte version, and uh, if you want the bigger Pixel 4 XL, that's $899 in the starting configuration. Still under a grand. Still under a grand. Both phones are available in black, white, or orange, which Google calls oh-so-orange. Um, oh-so-orange. Oh-so-orange. I, I guess orange is... I haven't really thought of orange as a power color since yeah, the no, Firefox days not. back in the... But uh, it's um, orange. Oh, so not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, so going the other way. Now, the cameras and their software are, I think, of the things that get in a lot of the press with live previews of the HDR Plus images and the ability to even take pictures of stars in the night sky. Because uh, there cool. is a whole lot of, yeah, Brian Chen in the New York Times had a whole story about how algorithms and photo software are actually making your photos much better without you doing much of anything different. Is that Brian Ekis Chen? Brian X. Chen. Yes. Uh, so, and we will link to his uh, story on our show page. The Google Assistant is also stepping in up here, automatically transcribing speech captured in the voice recording app and keeping it local on the phone so nice. it doesn't go up in the sky okay. so people can Thank listen. You. Uh, and it's also making that text uh, that it transcribes searchable. So, cool. if you were looking for a recording you know and you want to find a certain phrase, you can do that. And on top of that, it's got pure Android, doesn't it? Yes, yes. It's the, because it's, it's Google's own baby here. Um, the Assistant also transcribes the audio of videos uh, when you're not in a position to turn up your volume, like say if you're in a really boring staff meeting, <laughs> have to keep it on the down though. Not, not, not that any of us have done that. Yes, you know, you just want to like keep yourself away because it would exactly. be more embarrassing to have your head bounce off the table. Exactly. Um, so, so those are the phones, and we'll, we'll have links to uh, some of the reviews and people did a side by side. Of course, they always do they always with do. the new Samsung and the iPhone and the Pixel. So, if you are in the market for a phone and have not yet jumped. There, there are some comparison roundups. Yeah, I think people there. also, uh, I also saw an article about just how ugly the backs of phones have gotten with the camera lumps. Everyone's got at least a dual lens now. Yep. The iPhone with its three, but even the Google's got two now. And people are like, you know, it's just like this, this notch in the back yes. and, and nobody particularly likes that big camera bump. I kind of miss it when it didn't have a camera. Really? You yeah, like the I old like, days? I like the old days. I just miss the iPod. You just miss the classic click wheel iPod. That's it. You want the old school. I do. Now, Apple uh, may have announced its main iPhone lineup last month, but industry watchers are hinting that uh, an affordable iPhone SE 2 may be on the way for early 2020. Remember, that was the one that was basically kind of like the iPhone Mm -hmm. 5 is the smaller screen. Uh, According to the whispers, uh, the low-end phone won't have the 3D touch feature, but we use the A13 processor that the iPhone 11 is still using and uh, come in 64 and 128 gigabyte capacities with prices starting at a very affordable 399 if so this is indeed true. They're doing exactly, again, something that I think Jobs didn't want to do. Yeah, he didn't want to have the, the low-end stuff. Yeah. He didn't want to have the low-end stuff. All right, please. Yeah, well, I think they're seeing the... the Google is doing this and making lots of money, and hey, they're trying to get that little section of the market. And let me tell you, Samsung, I know they don't necessarily dip down in that real cheap, cheap area, but you know what? Their hardware is amazing. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to lie about it. It's amazing hardware. So, yeah. So I com- think they're feeling the heat. Competition everywhere. 
Now, the protests against the Chinese government that have uh, been taking place in Hong Kong, I think, for the past several months now, yes, it's just been going on. Uh, those continue. The Chinese government uh, has lashed out against American companies showing support for Hong Kong's pro-democracy protests. And now Apple is coming under criticism for removing an app uh, from the China App Store that let protesters track the location of the local police there. Mm-hmm. And they were using this to sort of figure out where everyone was at. And because it is very chaotic over there, you see like any of the global news, it's like tear gas and riots and umbrellas. And, and it's just very chaotic over there. Uh, in a statement last week, Apple said... The app displays police locations, and we have verified with the Hong Kong Cybersecurity and Technology Crime Bureau that the app uh, had been used to target and ambush police, threaten public safety, and criminals have used it to victimize residents in areas where they know there is no law enforcement. The app violates our guidelines and local laws, end quote. Uh, the other side was saying you did this because the Chinese government leaned on you and you're not giving the protesters a, uh, a tool that they could use to sort of organize themselves. So Apple got backlash uh, from pro-democracy people for that. Google uh, has also removed a mobile game that allowed players to role play as a Hong Kong protester. And now that was taken out of the Google Play Store as well, according to the developer. Google said the app, uh, which was called The Revolution of Our Times, violated rules related to sensitive events. Um, I guess there's sensitive events rules. I, I guess, you know, you probably don't want that in your murders and your, your really I guess so. gory type things. And the National Basketball Association and Blizzard Entertainment are also among the companies uh, that have tangled with the Chinese government this month. Um, and, uh, you know, many U.S. companies are trying to walk that very fine line between, yay, America, pro-democracy, freedom of speech, and making big buckets of money. Big, giant bucket loads. Yeah, so this story is probably not going away anytime soon. I'm thinking most people who follow me on Twitter know how I feel about this story. So yes. I'm just going to not say anything. Yeah, they, they can read your we Twitter try to, feed. We try to be right down the middle on this yes. show. Yeah, this is just, you know, this is one side, this is the, the other. other. Right, but, uh, And I believe the story will uh, continue to develop. I think so. After that privacy flap a few months back over, remember Apple contractors were listening to recorded Siri requests? Yes, I remember. And, and there was a, a great kerfuffle over this. Kerfuffle, a big kerfuffle. Yeah, so the company is introducing an option in iOS 13.2 that allows users to opt out of sharing audio recordings with the company and to delete their Siri history. Oh, well, that's kind of them. Yeah, I hope in the end maybe they'll fix some more of the bugs in 13 uh, with this 13.2 update as well. Still finding them in, in the iOS 13. It's, uh, but if you're in Hong Kong, they send it right to China. Oh, <laughs> no. No, I'm sorry I said Oop, that. that. I can't that, that believe that. That one slipped out. I couldn't help. Sorry. Yes. Uh, and uh, also on the other side of that coin, though, Bloomberg reports that Amazon workers in India and Romania may be reviewing video clips from Amazon Cloud Cam footage and using it to, to train artificial intelligence systems. These clips are sent in for review uh, from employee testers as well as from Cloud Cam owners who submit the clips to the company for the purpose of troubleshooting, you know, like why they're getting inaccurate notifications or lousy video quality, this sort of thing. An Amazon spokesperson told Bloomberg, we take privacy seriously and put CloudCam customers in control of their video clips. Also added that unless the footage is submitted for troubleshooting purposes, only customers can view their clips. So she's saying the customers have to voluntarily submit this with the uh, promise of, of tech support. The Bloomberg article goes on to say clips containing inappropriate content are flagged as such and then discarded so they don't accidentally end up uh, being used to train the artificial intelligence. (laughs) Amazon spokesman said uh, such clips were scrapped to improve the experience of the company's human reviewers, but she didn't say why unsuitable activity uh, would appear in voluntarily submitted video clips. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of odd. Yeah, I mean, unless people are trolling Amazon and 
put it yeah, up naughty bits okay. up there. Yeah, all right. Which yeah. I'm, I, I wouldn't put it past people. You know, people will do anything. Um, we wouldn't put it past it. And finally. And finally. Just in time for the Halloween spooky season, uh, the world's largest Ouija board uh, was unveiled this month in Salem, Massachusetts. As you know, yes. b- big uh, home to yeah, the uh, witch population there was exactly. 1692 or yes, about. Yes, indeed. Yes, uh, the giant board weighs approximately 9,000 pounds and measures... Uh, 3,168 square feet, and it lives in the middle of Salem Common Park. Uh, so if you're in the neighborhood and, you know, want to reach out to some, you know, yeah, deceased relatives or yes, ghosts. If you uh, want to go beyond the veil. Yeah, give it a go. Give you know, go. I think the the little thing that you push uh, that shows you the letters. It's about 400 tons. Yeah, well, no, actually, I think it weighs about 400 pounds, but they've got it on sort of gliders, so you nice. can, in theory, push it Very by nice. yourself. But Very again, nice. they, I believe they were going to break the uh, Guinness World Record for— were they? World's largest Ouija board. Oh, man, I wish that was in Tompkins Square Park. Yeah, that New Yorkers would probably like do really whack yeah, stuff it to would, it, though. It would not survive the night. Yes, it would probably be firewood. But uh, I think so. I think so. But uh, anyway, that's just a quick look around the tech world uh, and some, some nerd bits there. Uh, for, Nerdy bits. For the past few days. If you want to have some time to yourself, read up some of these things, you can find links to all the things we talked about in this segment of the show at poptechjam.com. Up next, someone's got some new toys. J.D. Pedro. I can't help myself. I'm out of control. Oh, dear. I have totally, totally... Remember when I was anti-cloud? Oh, yeah, you hated the cloud. I hated the cloud for a long time, and then I dived right in. Now I'm, like, bathing in the cloud. Yes. I'm, like, rolling around in it. You're floating in the cloud. I'm floating in the cloud. I think I'm starting to do the same thing with my Bluetooth stuff. All right, so you're going to say, I bought a drone. I was really going to be like, Well, what? you know what? My son was trying to talk me into uh-huh. it. He made a very strong case. Yes. But I held my ground. All right. But you've gone wireless audio? I've gone completely wireless audio. I have not gone with the earbuds, with the Apple Buds, because those are terrible. Well, they're they just, just look weird, yeah. They look weird, and they're garbage. Well, they're basically. 95% glue. They are. They are. It costs, what, like, four bucks to make the thing. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that what I decided on buying isn't also, like, maybe $3 device, but... I did some research this time. Unlike when I bought my phone, that I just walked into the to the you took a live poll of people in the store. (laughs) That's what we'll call it—a live poll. Yeah. No, I did a little research because, as most of you know, I get a lot of people asking me what Bluetooth headphones I should get, and I have to tell them, embarrassingly so, sometimes that I don't use or I didn't use Bluetooth. None of this wireless audio for me. It wasn't up to snuff. Now with Bluetooth five. With the aptX type technology, with the fact that you don't have to worry so much anymore about the stuttering and the dropouts and all that stuff, I would say, although it's not par with a good wired headset, it's convenient enough for me to dip a toe. All right. So, so the toe has been dipped. The toe has been dipped. But when I started realizing, okay, uh, I need to buy something, what am I going to buy? If you dive online... They're bazillion options, and they all look fabulous. They all look snazzy. They all look great. But they go from like $20 to $500. There's no in-between. And as you know, you can't walk into a store and just say, hey, let me pop this sucker in my ear and see what it sounds like. Yeah. So I did what most smart individuals do. 
You go to reputable online sources to give you help. I went, in this case, to Wirecutter. There are a bunch of other options out there, but I like Wirecutter. They break it down to you very simply. They give it to you like, hey, we like this. This is our second option. We yeah. also like this one, and you might be interested in these. And they've been doing this for like 10 years, Absolutely, right? they've been doing this for, for years. So I started there, and their top choice was the Jabra 65T. Okay. Elite. Elite. Because I'm Superman. Uh Oh, you got the best. Elite. Now, what makes it elite? I have no idea. Yes. I have no idea. But they also have a model that's the Elite Active Sport. Okay. Thinking that's for the gym people. Right. Exactly for the gym people. From what I understand, though, what it does is it handles your sweat better. Okay. So they're a little more water resistant. Right. So I was digging around and. The water resistance, there's a measurement for it. I don't know exactly what the oh, measurement is. Oh, the Ingress Protection Scale. That yeah. sounds about right. The IP rating, yeah. That's, that's it, the IP yeah. rating. The IP rating for the sport was 56. Uh-huh. Which sounds pretty good. Wow, 56. Yeah. You know, it's got to mean something. The one for the Elite, just a plain Elite, was 55. Okay, so that's one. Just one lower. So I'm like, but the price difference was $40. Okay, so the and research in some is places, helping here. even more. It's like, I'm not going to pay $40. I mean, yeah, there is a very good chance that I'm going to dunk this thing in water, yeah. as always, because I'm the type of guy that forgets my phone in my pocket and will jump in a pool. But I didn't want to pay the extra money, because again, getting back to the first segment, I'm getting cheap in my old age. Yeah, well, plus, if this frugal, is your I'm first... Sorry, I'm getting frugal. If this is your first foray into the Bluetooth headset, you also maybe don't want to, like, throw a chunk of cash in there. You want yeah, to get something no, reputable made, and just see how it does. As see, a, I made that mistake when earbuds were the thing about 10, 15 years ago. First set of decent earbuds, I paid $400 oof. in money that was back then. Yeah. So it would be like $600 now. Yeah. I wasn't going to do that this time. Jabra 65Ts, they are very good sounding earbuds. Now, the trick with me, again, and it's got this little snazzy charging case, just like the Apple earbuds. You squeeze the side. Yeah, it's kind of got know. a Zippo lighter thing going it's, uh, It does, which actually I kind of dig. All right, so you take them out, you pop them in. They've got multifunction buttons on each side. The nice thing about this is if you're driving and you still want to be able to answer a call, which I recommend you don't, but if you do or if you're walking down the street and you really don't want to deal with whatever, you can plug one of these in. The right one will actually work and the other one will disconnect. So uh-huh. you can just use one if you want to go old school. Remember those old school Bluetooth yeah. things with the, you know. Oh, yeah, with the little, like the jawbones. Exactly. The jawbones, exactly. The other nice thing about this is that when you set up both, you have the option of letting sound bleed through. Since these are sealed earbuds, you can't hear anything. That uh-huh. is what they call the passive noise reduction or noise cancellation. Uh-huh. That's what it works. It seals it in. So... I would recommend if you're using these walking around the street or maybe running, you let the sound bleed through a little bit so you can hear that cab barreling down. Yeah, you want to be aware of your surroundings. You do want to be aware of your surroundings. Now, the other issue, which is the issue that you know was a big deal for me, was it's another piece of gear that I have to charge, right? Yeah. And how long are the buds going to last? From what I understand, they're rated five hours of consistent use. That's not great. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's at least a once a day charging if you use them with your comings and goings and workouts. But the thing is, the charging case will charge them in an hour and a half, supposedly. You can charge the case at night, the whole nine yards. It's a thing. 
Yeah. It's a process. This means I will not be using these for anything other than probably going to the gym. All right, so these are your, your travel buds. My basically. travel buds on the train. I want to get some pa- some passive noise cancellation going. That's what I'm going to use. Okay. Jabra 65Ts. The nice thing about it, though, is like I said, the sport version is, or what they call I believe they call it the active sport or just active. Mm-hmm. You guys can look it up. Is about $40 more expensive, at least when I bought it. I bought yeah. these for $138. Bucks. Now I see them for about $169. The actives were $189. Now they're up above the $200 range. But bottom line is they sound really good. And there are very few spots where I'm going to listen to these for five hours straight or five hours in a day where I'm not going to charge them. I realize that sounds like I'm rationalizing it. But you know what? I think they're really good, especially when you compare them to the earbuds that come with my Samsung phone. I was pleasantly surprised by the sound of the earbuds that came with my Samsung Note Plus. Responsive-wise, frequency-wise, they sound really good. What I ended up doing, though, is I'm going to give these to Mrs. Kaiser. I'm going to give the Jabra 65Ts to Mrs. Kaiser. Mm -hmm. And I ordered up a pair of the Samsung Buds that are designed specifically. They're sort of like the Apple earbuds, Uh the Apple Pods, whatever they're called. Oh, yeah. AirPods, are they called? Yeah. They cost about, again, $130. Mm -hmm. And they're going to match my phone because now, of course... You got to coordinate. I got to coordinate. They are also designed by AKG, and AKG has a reputation for making very decent headphones and audio gear. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I'll talk about those down the road, too. I know everyone can instantly spot an, an Apple user because of the, the white sticks yes. hanging out of the ears. Yeah. Or, or, these aren't white, right? They, are these a more no. subdued color? These are more subdued colors. They have sort of like I w- what I would say is uh, like a slate gray tinge to them, and they do come in sort of like a copperish cover. I think the Actives come, or the Sport Actives come in a copper-type Cover. Yeah, so they look a little more metallic yes, and futuristic than the white plastic they cigarette They are beefy type. in the ear. So, you know, getting the right fit is going, especially for people with smaller ears, yeah. you're going to have to really jigger it in. But when they were in and I shook my head, they did not fly out. So, All right. Um, I'm looking forward to the Samsung. I hear good things about the Samsung. This was something that I did not on the uh, recommendation of wire cutter or any similar sources, uh-huh. I yeah. want it. Well, if you like their wired, see how their wired yes, goes. Exactly. Exactly. All right. right. So, uh, well, we look forward to uh, when you come back with your next. Uh, yeah, sure. After you've given the AKGs a, a workout. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I know people like me talking about headphones, so I'm going to try to do more of them. I don't get them sent to me, so you know, I actually have to buy them. So. Some of these might not be the latest and greatest. They're just whatever I fancy. But I'm always happy to give you my my take on what they sound like. And I Personal do have audio recommendations. Yes, indeed. All right. Kaiser so, Gear. Yes, Kaiser Gear TM. So I, I think that brings us to the end of another show. I think it does. I think we should say uh, bye-bye and we should thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they will build it. Yes, and thank you, listeners. We hope everyone is having a festive week or weekend if you were getting to us at the end of the week and 
We will uh, be back uh, probably within, uh, you know, seven, ten days with another one. Soon. And, you know, as we sort of get closer and closer to Black Friday, everyone's going to pop out the rest of their holiday gear. And the Rise of Skywalker tickets are going on sale this month. You know, people are going to start that buzz because we just had Triple Force Friday with all the toys coming out. I haven't seen the Joker movie yet. I am. I'm hearing meh. Yeah, I think it depends on if you're looking for a DC movie that's all like Taxi Driver, you like it. If you're looking for if you're an incel yeah oh sorry ouch ouch ooh ooh ooh. get some butter for that burn he went there yeah if if you're looking for a lighthearted movie to take your kids to no No. if you don't like that maybe the Downton Abbey movie is Downtown Abbey yes Downtown Abbey alright so until next time I'm J.D. Beersdorfer and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado everyone have a lovely week bye